All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. I'm happy to remind you that as of right now, you've successfully navigated through more than half the week. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to stay ahead of the curve this Thursday. Today is the 29th of November. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint. The big news from overnight is all about central banks and it's got markets buzzing. First up, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said interest rates are just below the so-called neutral range, softening previous comments that seemed to suggest a greater distance. His comments sparked speculation that central bankers are increasingly open to pausing their series of hikes next year. In fact, this is quite the opposite of what markets read in remarks made just last month. Those were seen as a sign of more aggressive monetary policy tightening. In his speech on Wednesday, Powell said the Fed's benchmark interest rate was just below the broad range of estimates of the level that would be neutral for the economy, that is, neither speeding up nor slowing down growth. US stocks rallied the most in eight months and the dollar sank after what Powell had to say. The S&P 500 and Dow rose by 2.3 and 2.5% respectively, while the Nasdaq climbed nearly 3%, owing to strength in shares like Amazon and Netflix. Mark Carney has said the Bank of England is prepared for the worst possible Brexit and that the UK faces the steepest economic slump since at least World War II if it crashes out of the EU without a deal. The stark warning from the governor sees the economy shrinking by 8% within a year and property prices plunging almost a third under the worst possible scenario. That's if Prime Minister Theresa May fails to get her Brexit plan past lawmakers. Meanwhile, the International Monetary Fund has warned that global economic growth may be slowing more than forecast only a month ago. And that underscores the urgency for countries to pull back from a damaging trade war. And speaking about economic growth, the government has released the official estimates for the back data of the new GDP series. The methodology used for the official estimates is significantly different from what was used by the National Statistical Commission in a draft report put out earlier this year. The different methods used have resulted in grossly divergent growth rates. According to the new series, growth in 2008-9 plummeted to 3.1% compared to the old series estimate of 3.9%. In the next year, it read 7.9% as opposed to the old series estimate of 8.5%. And finally, in 2010-11, the new series shows growth at 8.5% compared to the estimate of 10.3% under the old series. Now, after Moody's investor service downgraded YesBank just a short while back, credit rating agency ICRA has followed suit, citing similar corporate governance concerns raised by the series of resignations of its independent directors. And ILNFS has decided to gauge investor interest for its renewable energy assets after it received a strong response from buyers for two securities clearing services subsidiaries. And finally, Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan has said that his political party and the nation's military are all on one page in wanting to mend ties with India. Now, before I hand it over to Darshan, here's a check on the Asian markets. They're all clearly buoyant this morning with all three early risers higher by about seven-tenths of a percent. With that, let me hand it across to Darshan Mehta, who's here to tell you all about the trade setup for the day in India. 
Good morning, Darshan. It's looking positive for us this morning, isn't it? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Yes, Alex, it's looking extremely positive at this point of time. The U.S. markets did manage to rally post the Fed comments. Uh, global queues are strong. Crude dropped almost 2.5% overnight. Uh, the base metals on the LME closed positive. And the SGX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook. But lots of stocks that you need to watch out for. First of all, Unilever has edged out Nestle in a contest for GlaxoSmithKline's $4 billion in Indian Consumer Health Unit. Unilever has offered to pay close to $3 billion for 70% stake in the division. And Glaxo owns the popular milk brand Horlicks. Sources say that both sides are working towards reaching an agreement in the coming weeks, though talks may yet fail apart. And that this is reported by Bloomberg News. TCS has acquired US-based consultancy firm Bridgepoint Group, which caters to financial services industry and retirement services. Also in other news, TCS is cleared by the jury of claims of anti-American bias. Yes Bank will be in focus. ICRA has downgraded the bank's long-term rating. The cut it cuts the tier 2 bond program ratings to AA from AA plus. Jet Airway says that a report on company's chairman Naresh Goel exit is speculative in nature. Cosmo Films decide to postpone the delivery and commissioning for a new production line for the BOPET film in Maharashtra by 8 to 10 quarters. The company says that the line has already been ordered but the delay is happening due to adverse market condition. But they believe there will be no financial impact on the current operations of the company. Sickle Logistics has been awarded contracts for 364 crores by the Mahanadi Coal Fields for extraction of coal and allied transport services in Odisha. Indigo Remedies commissions the new API manufacturing facility in Maharashtra. The new facility will enhance uh, existing capacity from 150 tons per annum to 600 tons per annum. Wakarangi says SEBI did not find any stock manipulation by the promoters. Tata Steel held an analyst meet and they say that they aim to grow only in the Indian market with a target of 30 million tons by 2025. They are not keen on a price war for Bhushan Power and the high focus now will be on deleveraging. Shankara products will be in focus. Amansa Holding acquired 2.9 lakh shares, which is close to 1.3% stake in the company. Remember, the company is doing uh, an analyst con call to- tomorrow to update on the operations and business strategy. Fortis Healthcare in focus, UBS has acquired 1.5 crore shares in the company. The seller has been York Asian Strategic Fund. And Macquarie has raised the target price on Jubilant Life uh, to 1068 from 1038. They are saying they are raising the EPS estimates as they build in improved operating performance. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloomberqueen.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website. So do check it out. That's bloombergqueen.com. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.